What's going on, brothers and sisters? Dale here of Gospel of Repentance Ministries. Remember the original theme, Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. Man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Thank you, Lord, for another day above ground. And God bless all of you for those who uh, take the time to listen to this uh, podcast, this uh, brand new one. So what I want to talk about in this episode is a baptism. What is baptism? Well, the word baptism comes from a word, I think it's baptismo, which means to submerge or to uh, dip. So when a person is baptized, they're submerged, of course, in the case of water baptism, they're submerged underwater. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to discuss baptism in the Bible. Now, for those of you who are listening, you may be only aware of one baptism, and that's water baptism. And I'm going to prove to you from, from the Bible that uh, that's not the only baptism that exists. The, uh, the word baptized is used in different ways in the Bible, all right? So, water baptism, many people believe, is equal to salvation. And I will prove also that that is not true. Water baptism cannot and has not ever saved anyone, all right? It's very important that you understand that, and I'm going to explain why that is the case. So, water baptism actually is the outward expression of what has happened to the believer already on the inside of them. In other words, when we place our faith in the person and work of, of Jesus Christ for the remission of our sins and for the salvation of our souls, that is in itself is the baptism. And I'm going to read that from the Bible to prove that. And as a result of spirit baptism, which is the real baptism, the, the baptism that counts, we also practice the sacrament of water baptism. So what you'll find out in, in a lot of churches that do water baptize, they'll say, based on your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They'll take you down in the water, which is symbolic of death and burial. And then when you come up out of the water, that is symbolic of the new man. That's symbolic of your resurrection. You follow what I'm saying? So that's what water baptism signifies. It signifies the death and burial of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so we want to identify with him publicly when we are water baptized. Someone else described it this way. They said it's an outward sign of an inward grace. And when I first heard that, I didn't understand what it meant, but I do now because I came to the Lord way back in 1980 but I didn't actually get water baptized until 1989, nine years after my actual 
spirit baptism or when I became born again. You follow what I'm saying? So right there, I just described to you two different baptisms. All right. So let's look at this. I'm going to read. I'm going to read to you Romans chapter six in verse Verses 3 to 11. This is what it says. He says, this is Paul speaking. He says, do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ have been baptized into his death? We were buried with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. For one who has died has been set free from sin. Now, if we, if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. We know that Christ being raised from the dead will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. Praise the Lord. For the death he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. That's that spirit baptism that I just mentioned to you at the top of this podcast. And I'm, I'm, I'm reading off of a, an article that I wrote several years ago. So after that, I said this, this is our lives in Christ must be a life of imitation. Paul clearly reveals this in the preaching, in the preceding verse, excuse me. Paul, using the temporary sign gift of revelatory knowledge, explains to us what the purpose was for Christ's life, death, and resurrection. And then I went on to say this. It says, Jesus' death served two purposes. First, Jesus died for God. In what way, you may ask? Jesus had to die to satisfy the Father's wrath and hatred against sin. Sin always will result in death. And since Christ became our substitute, he willingly gave up his life for ours. So in this sense, Jesus had to die as an act of obedience to his father. The cross was the altar by which he offered a perfect sacrifice to God. By the way, Jesus regarded his death as a baptism and there was no water involved. Luke chapter 12, verse 50. All right, so... It says that those of us, once again, says those of us that have been baptized in Christ have been baptized also into his death. So once again, it's talking about an identification with Jesus and baptism. All right. So the most important baptism is not the water baptism. It's the baptism of the spirit being baptized into Christ that makes us part of the body of Christ. Let me read another passage. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13 tells us this. For by one spirit, we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have been made to drink into one spirit. All right. So that's talking about the baptism of the spirit. So when a person is born again, saved, forgiven of sin, we are baptized into the body of Christ by the Holy Spirit. That's why 
it's it's a spirit baptism. All right. So it's very important that we understand the distinction between the two. And then there's some other verses that also talks about this baptism of the spirit. As a matter of fact, is made is is also talked about in the uh, in the Old Testament. Let me read to you Ezekiel chapter thirty six is ver Ezekiel chapter thirty six verses twenty four and twenty five. It says, "For I will take you from among the nations, gather you out from all countries, and bring you into your own land." And it's talking about the nation Israel. I, then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean. I will cleanse you from all your filthiness. And from all your idols. Titus chapter 3, verses 4 to 6. But when the kindness and the love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior. Let's get this, um, continuing on with the whole thing of spirit baptism. Ephesians chapter one, verse seven. And him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. All right. Revelation chapter one, verse five. To him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Okay. So all those are talking about the baptism of the spirit of God. Okay. So. This is going to be a, a, a short episode, so I just wanted to kind of briefly talk about the whole thing about water baptism, that the baptism of the Spirit is the one that is the actual baptism, all right? And the water baptism is subsequent to the Spirit baptism, identifying with our Lord in his death, his burial, and his resurrection. But there's another one that I cannot ignore. Let me go to Luke's gospel, the 23rd chapter. And this is when Jesus is actually dying on the cross and he's dealing with the, uh, the two, the two men that are, that he's uh, crucified in between two, two uh, thieves who are being punished for their crimes. And that's what it says here. Uh, let's see. It says here that Luke chapter 23, let me find the verse. This is what it says. Then it says, one of the criminals, this is verse 39 of uh, Luke chapter 23, that one of the criminals who were hanged blasphemed him saying, if you are the Christ, save yourself and us. But the other answered rebuking him saying, do you not even fear God? seeing you are under the same condemnation, verse 41. And we indeed justly, for we received a due reward for our deeds, but this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, assuredly, I say to you today, you will be with me in paradise. Okay, what, what do we get from this here? I mean, the man recognize the innocence of Jesus Christ. He acknowledged his sin, so he was repenting. And then he said, 
to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, assuredly, I say to you today, you will be with me in paradise. So Jesus, before Jesus died, before that man died, Jesus received him. Now, did he have to come off the cross and get water baptized before he could enter into the kingdom of God? No, because Jesus saved him right there on the spot. So that's why I wanted to include that and, and, and wanted to prove to those who are listening that water baptism is, like I said, an outward sign of an inward grace. It is important that we do it because we want to be in obedience to the word of God and we want to identify with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in his his death, his burial, and his resurrection. So, this is what I'm saying. If you've been baptized, water baptized, whether as a child or even as an adult, but you have never been born again, you've never repented of sin and placed your faith in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, your water baptism means absolutely nothing. I mean, as somebody said a long time ago, you went down as a wet devil and you came up as a dry devil. So in order for God to honor your water baptism, you have to be spiritually baptized first, which is, e which is equal to the salvation of the soul, the forgiveness of your sins. Okay. All right. So that's all I wanted to say in regards to uh, the whole thing about baptism. Hopefully this has been a blessing and somewhat of an, of an enlightenment to you. All right. God bless you till next time.